RadioMD. RadioMD.com. You've got questions. Melanie's got answers. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Well, you know it's Heart Health Month, and then there's also holidays around Heart Health Month, which is interesting, Valentine's Day and Women's Heart Health Day and Go Red for Women Month and so many things surrounding your heart in the month of February. And we're going to bust up some of these heart health myths that, myths that you hear sometimes with my guest, Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. He is a fan favorite here on Radio MD and director of the Practitioners Alliance Network, one of the most frequently quoted integrative medical authorities in the world. And yes, he is is one of our best guests here at Radio MD. So, Dr. T, let's talk about some of those myths about our heart and some things we can do to help it. Absolutely, Melanie. By the time listeners are done today, you are going to be cheering because do you know what the most heart-healthy treatment we know of in the sciences today? What? Chocolate. Yay! Chocolate is associated with a 57% lower risk of having a heart attack. Now, let's put that in perspective. If you... Uh, don't have a history of heart disease, you're just treating a high cholesterol and you take a statin medication, you're going to be decreasing heart attack risk on the order of two on a really good day, maybe as high as 10%. Chocolate, 57% lower risk. Cheaper, tastes better. Share it with your honey. She'll live longer too. And it's just awesome. That to me is one of my favorite medicines. Okay, now let me ask you a question about chocolate here, Dr. T, because, you know, they say dark chocolate, obviously better than milk chocolate or white chocolate. How much cacao do you need in the chocolate for it to be effective? And if you cook chocolate, if you heat it down and dip a strawberry in it, does that take away some of the heart-healthy benefits? Don't know about the latter one, Molly. I think the polyphenols are the main components, and I think those are pretty stable. So the answer is I don't know about the cooking yet. Um, I My guess would be okay, but you may know better than I do on that one. Uh, Frankly, in terms of chocolate, the way to tell is get the best-tasting one that you can. Uh, The studies show that even the light chocolate can be very helpful. So if you're looking to increase energy, maybe lower blood pressure, that's 3 to 4 millimeters, uh, go with the dark chocolate. But for overall uh, heart health, uh, I think just go for the best-tasting one that you can find. But remember, it's not low-calorie, so go for quality, not quantity, and savor it. Absolutely. Great advice. Give us more. Okay. Number two, eggs. Do you know how much eggs raise cholesterol? Not Mm. at all. Not at all. If you eat six eggs a day for six weeks, it has a zip effect on your cholesterol. So take that myth and let people know to take it and toss it. Eggs Um, are one of nature's perfect foods, Dr. T. Everything in there you need, it's got good omega-3s, and it's got wonderful protein. It's just eggs are so misrepresented of the poor little eggs. It, it is the most healthy protein and most complete protein you can eat. Absolutely. I feed my son, bank. who's a gymnast, I feed him eggs every single morning and, and with some nice fresh fruit and a smoothie with yogurt and almond milk and all these things, and he just has the best breakfasts, and he just loves those eggs. Okay, go on. Sorry. Okay, fish. Uh, we know that fish is good salmon, tuna, all those other kind of things. Um, So you want to get the oily fish. It has been shown to have massive heart benefits. Uh, For those who don't like fish, uh, instead of taking eight fish oil pills a day, which is what you need to get the effects in the studies, you can take one called Vectomega. The one pill a day replaces eight fish oil pills. No mercury, no toxins. That's part of my morning regimen. Um, I love that. And it's good. And then if you want to, have some Indian food with it. Uh, the curcumin in Indian food decreases inflammation, cancer, 
uh, has been shown to be more effective than Prozac for depression, uh, 70% lower risk of Alzheimer's. Um, you have to eat a lot of Indian food, uh, or a nice simple supplement that I take each day now, too, is called Curamed, uh, C-U-R-A-M-E-D. Um, that one simple pill will, can replace upwards of 50 tablets of curcumin or turmeric a day. So get your Indian food, have some fish with it, and it's okay for it to be salty. Um, Melanie, do you know what the main benefit of salt restriction to the one and a half gram sodium guidelines that the government recommends uh, would be? What the main benefit would be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, no, I'm not sure where you're going with this because I know well, that salt main, intake uh, is good. Well, the main benefit of limiting salt intake to the government guidelines in large studies is that during the study people, period, people were twice as likely to die. So if you restrict salt, you die younger. And our social security system really appreciates it. So thank you. Um, you can't, if you salt restrict uh, to a tortured level, all it does is lower your blood pressure by less than one millimeter. Uh, and if you're in blacks, it may drop it as much as three millimeters. But it's, it's not significant. If you eat a couple cloves of garlic a day, crush it in olive oil, uh, bake a head of garlic, uh, drizzled with olive oil after you cut off the top. I mean, so many ways to get garlic that are delicious. You're going to have much more effect on your heart. Um, or keep the salt, have a little bit of chocolate. Your blood pressure will be way ahead of the game. I, you know, I know that so many of these things, Dr. Teitelbaum, have been misrepresented misrepresented so many times. And we had Dr. Johnny Bowden on and Dr. Mark Heyman, all these guys who come on and say just what you're saying. So the research is really changing in regards to cholesterol and and these myths that were really, you know, that people just don't even seem to realize. You got any some more? Give us some more of these. Well, here's the biggest health myth, that if it tastes good, it's bad for you. No! You're turning evolution on its head. The reason things taste good is because they're good for you. And what happened is that food processing learned to fool the human body and put, uh, what's the medical term, caca in our food. Oh, yeah, good, good. That's a good medical term. Yeah, I mean, it's it's junk. So if you're eating good, whole, healthy foods, uh, we talked about salt, fish, you know, Indian food, chocolate, all of these are good, healthy foods. I'll give you another one. Alcohol. My favorite. One to two drinks a day. And while you're sitting there, you know, we have your uh, thing of nuts with it, but toss the peanuts and instead get mixed nuts. You can get a great big one at Costco for for not a whole lot at all. Uh, The walnuts, even things like almonds, uh, macadamia nuts, all of these have been shown to be very heart-healthy, lower cholesterol. And the walnuts in the study, even though they gave a handful a day, did not cause any weight gain. So, so now when you uh, say alcohol, people hear resveratrol, they hear about red wine, but even I've learned recently that champagne, which I didn't know was made with red grapes as well without the skin on them, but what about some of the other alcohols? Is it just pretty much red wine and all the rest, not so no, much? No. What is it? The red wine has their resveratrol. Basically, there are a lot of other qualities to it, and in the studies, it was an all-comer kind of thing. People who drank one to two glasses of wine a day did best teetotalers died young. Maybe they just weren't having any fun and decided to leave. So the bottom line is instead of parsing out these things to see where you get a 1% or 5% difference, do what makes you feel good. Enjoy yourself with these things, but just do it wisely. So know, know when you're getting junk tossed in your food 
by process, food processed kind of food. If you enjoy your cognac, have that. If you like some tequila, God bless, man. If you, and if you're one of those crazy ones who wants the worm, I'll leave you the worm. I'm going to have the rest of the tequila myself. Aha, so, you are my kind of man for sure, because as you say, the teetotalers weren't having any fun, so they decided to leave. Wrap it up for us in the last 40 seconds or so, Dr. Teitelbaum. Okay. What a great fun you are. And, and sex. Sex raises growth hormone called the fountain of youth hormone. So not just do people live longer, they look younger when they have sex. Now, Melanie, let me give a resource for people. If you have whatever you have, say you have heart failure or any, anything from A to Z, there's a smartphone app, free app, called Cures A to Z. So C-U-R-E-S, capital A, dash Z. And it'll help guide you on the best natural and prescription approaches to optimizing health. That is awesome information. And you can just see more about Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. He's on this show all the time. And you can go to vitality101.com. And he has just so much great information. Always so much fun to have on the shows. If you missed any of the great information, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go at radiomd.com. Yes, it's Heart Health Month, so do something good for your heart today. Have a glass of wine or a vodka. This is Melanie Call. Stay well. Ooh, 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 ooh.